Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. A slumping Drew Brees, a slipping Saints offense, but a strengthening New Orleans defense. Here are all the key matchups that could determine Sunday's Steelers-Saints clash. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Perhaps it's not the Steelers-Saints game we thought we may have had heading in, in most respects anyway, except for one. It is a huge game for both teams. The 8-5-1 Steelers are fighting for their playoff lives, literally. Meanwhile, the Saints at 12-2 boast the NFL's best record and have already clinched the NFC South title. A victory over the Steelers would lock up home field advantage for New Orleans. But about that high-powered Saints offense, well... Turns out MVP candidate Drew Brees has come back to earth. He hasn't thrown for more than 203 yards since November 18th and has three picks and just two touchdowns in his past three games. The Saints' 12-9 win against Carolina on Monday night was one of his worst games of the season. He averaged just 5.8 yards per attempt and finished with a passer rating of 69.1, a season low. All of those stats according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. In short, the Steelers could be about to catch the Saints at precisely the right time with Pittsburgh's playoff hopes on the line. Or the Steelers could be running into a buzzsaw of a potent New Orleans offense overdue to explode. Here are the matchups to watch on Sunday. The Saints' Michael Thomas versus Juju Smith-Schuster. Sure, they won't be on the field together, but whichever reliable receiver it's going could be a key to this game. As the Post-Gazette writes, these are the go-to guys for each team that keep their offenses humming. Thomas leads the NFL with 109 receptions on 127 targets. Amazingly, that's just 18 missed connections all season. Does it get any better than that? Sure, Bree's accuracy is a factor, but it takes a precise receiver to make plays that often at the other end of the football. The Post-Gazette writes, By comparison, Smith-Schuster has 95 receptions on 141 targets 
and Antonio Brown has hauled in passes uh, 90 times on 149 targets. Whichever of these threes are making the plays and hauling the football in on Sunday in the Super Superdome will bode well for his respective team. Still, this game could be settled on the ground and the Saints pack a potent one-two punch in the form of speedy, shifty Alvin Kamara and battering ram Mark Ingram. The Post-Gazette notes Kamara has 77 receptions out of the backfield this season, but he also averages 4.6 yards per carry. Ingram is more of a straight-ahead runner, averaging 4.8 yards. But both will be tough to stop for the Steelers that has been vulnerable to the run. But the Steelers' need look no further than the Dallas game plan when the Cowboys bottled up the Saints' backs for a combined 63 yards on 18 carries, the Post-Gazette notes. In wake of that, the New Orleans offense all but collapsed around them in a 13-10 loss. The real story of the Saints of late isn't their offense, but their D. It begins with a pressure pass rush that will fly into the teeth of the Steelers' stellar offensive line. The PG writes, quote, defensive end Cameron Jordan is the biggest threat. He has 12 sacks so far, with six of them coming in his past four games. But there are threats from elsewhere. Defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins has eight, while four other Saints players, including three defensive linemen, have at least four sacks. The Steelers' offensive line has not faced a tougher assignment up front this season. It will be a big test, unquote, by the PG. While the Saints made a savvy pickup in snagging cornerback Eli Apple from the Giants in a move the Steelers should have considered to shore up their own secondary, Big Ben should have receivers open provided his line gives him enough time to get the ball down the field. As the Post-Gazette notes, Saints rank 28th in the NFL in passing yards allowed, uh, giving up 259 yards per game, and their opponent's passer rating is a relatively gaudy 98.7. As the PG notes, don't be surprised to see the Steelers get pass happy in this game, and that is whether or not running back James Conner returns to the lineup from his high ankle sprain. Personally, I'd rather see the Steelers stick to the resurgent running game under rookie Jalen Samuels. Use the clock-eating capacity of the running game to keep Breeze and his boys off the field, taking some pressure off that better but still vulnerable Steelers D. Of course, that is easier than said to, than done against a stiff Saints run D. As Bob Labriola with Steelers.com writes, quote, While Samuels had 142 yards on 19 carries versus New England, the degree of difficulty will increase significantly versus the Saints, and coach Mike Tomlin knows it. With Tomlin saying, quote, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that they are number one in football versus the run. Part of that is being a 12-2 and football team. 
I understand that, having leads and so forth, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that they're also number two in the league versus the run in terms of yards allowed per carry. So they're probably not seeing a lot of carries because of the nature of the game or the circumstances they're in. But you better acknowledge that they're just formidable in stopping the run, period, unquote. Still, I say the Steelers should keep testing that Saints D with Samuels all game long. Should Pittsburgh panic and get pass happy too early and too often, it will be at its own peril. Anyway, you slice it, Steelers Saints sets up as one of the more intriguing and in terms of the Steelers playoff hopes, the most consequential games of the year. So all I can say is this, Merry Christmas, Steelers Nation. The NFL has put a present under the tree in the form of this game and the opportunity it provides the Steelers. Now the Steelers have to go down there and win in the Big Easy. Doing so will be anything but easy, but it is eminently doable. And of course, we'll be watching right along with you Sunday night, and we'll have the latest news, notes, and storylines out of this huge Titanic Saints-Steelers clash down in New Orleans. We'll have it for you on the podcast. So sign up on Amazon Alexa, and of course, log on to Steelers.com for all your real-time Steelers news.